On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're going to be talking about new Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3 World plus Bowser's Fury, and we might even talk a little bit about Monster Hunter Rise. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Ian Hink and Ben Moore. Hi. How's it going, you two? Very, very good. We are... <laughs> on the eve of new Resident Evil stuff, so that's always fun. I know. And what's funny is there might actually be some news that uh, relates to Nintendo tomorrow. Probably multi-platform because we're mm. being Capcom's been teasing those classic editions of the, mm. the Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and uh, Code Veronica potentially coming to various platforms, including Switch. Yeah, they haven't been like re-released re in a while. I think like ps3 xbox 360 was like, or maybe ps3 digital editions were like the last time they've officially yeah. been released yeah they they just released uh re5 and re6 not that long ago but yes the the classic ps1 games yeah i, th I do think it's been a while for sure yeah well, could be due for a code veronica baby we could go do that <laughs> we also might get a perhaps they might announce that a village might be coming to switch via cloud services you never know yeah. you know yeah it, it could be a big day tomorrow but there was, uh, related to Capcom, though, uh, wanted, uh, Monster Hunter Rise had a demo recently. And uh, I what? know... What? It did? Ben, you did you know this? about it this? It did? What? <laughs> okay, so, Ben, we were... Yeah. I forget, was it on, like, uh, the predictions? It was on the prediction stream last night mm. that you said how many hours you'd put into it. Because people... The, one of the questions about how many hours you'd put into Monster Hunter Rise by the end of playing yeah it. by the end of 21 the prediction was like how many hours will i put into the full game yeah mm -hmm. so i want to ask you this because i think this is a funnier way of putting uh play time mm. how many times so far have you had to delete your save file in the monster and <laughs> arise demo to be fair i haven't like had to delete my save oh, file okay. i'll just like get down low and i'll be like oh i'll just i might as well just delete it now so i don't like run into a problem on stream or whatever, but I I have deleted my save file twice. Okay, that's not too <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> yeah, because you get up to thirty missions. Yeah, plays. you get 30, 30 yeah. hunts. Yeah. So you've had ninety available to you. Yeah. <laughs> I I imagine you are really digging this game, Ben and uh, mm -hmm. Ian. We you and I we got to play it at very least on the group stream, uh, yeah. if not more after that. I kind of just want to ask your thoughts about how you feel about it compared to Monster in the World, you two specifically, because I've played a little bit of Monster in the World. You two uh -huh. have definitely put a lot more time into it. And just like the general vibes you're getting from Rise versus World. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. It definitely takes a lot from Monster Hunter World, right? And I mean, you can get into the, the nitty gritty of it, but like... It also streamlines things even further, and, and Monster Hunter World was was dramatically streamlined. But like now, when you gather in Monster Hunter Rise, like you just get three things right away, at least in the demo. Uh, so e like even that is a step further than World, where you didn't have things like breakable pickaxes and, and bug nets and that sort of thing. Uh, but I think the biggest thing for me that I that I didn't want is I didn't want it to be World Two or World One Point Five, and Maybe I feel like it will be that way once I play the full game, but in the demo, I just think there are so many new mechanics, both in a general sense that you have as a hunter, regardless of what you're playing, 
uh, and then weapon-specific mechanics that are really, really interesting and complement those specific weapons really, really well. Um, and so it does feel different and thoughtful in that way. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want is I just want really, really, really weird monsters. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Generations Ultimate recently, and like, I, I want a broader variety than what we saw in, in World and Iceborne. Not that what we saw in World and Iceborne was not great. It was. Uh, but I, I want them to get even weirder. And I definitely think that, based on what we've seen so far, that could very likely happen. Yeah, I think that with the addition of the silk um, the grapple mechanic, yeah, you could get stuff like that, that spider that crawls all over the place. Because you have mm -hmm. more mobility, kind of everybody can get around better. I think that that's definitely a hint that that could happen. Yeah, it feels it feels like a combination. And, I mean, I have much less experience with games prior to World, um, but I've played a little bit of Generations, a little bit of Try or whatever. Mm. Um, and uh, it, it this feels like a combination of all the best parts of those and all the quality of life stuff from World, like you no know, loading between zones and, like, just easier gathering, no breakable stuff all the time. Um, yeah, and it just riding the dog is super cool. The silk oh, is super God. cool. The, <laughs> like, I'm just really excited to get in there and like customize my pet <laughs> and stuff. Oh I, man! Just just because I found it so incredibly hilarious, I posted this this short little video uh, on Slack. It was from Twitter, and like. If you want a good laugh to your audience, please look this up. It's the video... It was making the rounds earlier of, like, the dog that has the, like, baby doll on it. And it's the dog is running and the baby is, like, bobbing back and forth. <laughs> and, and the tweet was, like, <laughs> riding on your Palamute be like... And it, it did, like, the Monster Hunter theme and it showed a little bit of rise. And then it, you see the dog running at full speed and the baby just <laughs> bobbing back and forth. And it's like, yeah, that is that is kind of what it feels like in, in Rise, especially when you're drifting around. This It's also really awesome to see that this game is being on Switch. It's going a little bit mm -hmm. back to some of the portable uh, roots of the series. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, spent a long time on PSP. And, yeah. you know, some people, you know, it had 3DS entries. So, like, having the best of both with this, I think, yeah. is another benefit that you could play it sitting down on your TV, take it on the go. It, it, it just draws upon the best of those two aspects. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I, I agree with that completely. Um, yeah, I, 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 I hesitate because I... <laughs> I feel like I could spend the whole episode talking about Monster Hunter Rise, and when the game comes out, I'm going to go hard on it. So I don't oh, want to sure. like, I don't want to burn people out. But yeah, it's really fun to talk about. I have one patron question. Uh, if we want to sure. wrap this up, this is a little bit of fun speculation for Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, this comes from Samuel. What kind of Nintendo crossovers would you like to see in Monster Hunter Rise? Will we be able to hunt a Lionel or a Molduga from Breath of the Wild? Love and respect, Samuel. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it that way, yeah. uh, but that's a really good uh, good suggestion. Because um, in For You, they did some. Well, and in general, they've done. I feel like they've done uh, cool Nintendo crossovers before with like like some Wind Waker stuff and some Samus stuff, if I'm recalling correctly. Uh, the Samus stuff definitely, but yeah. Uh, but 
hunting things from Nintendo would be really, really fun. And I think about in Peace Walker, mm-hmm. uh, you can hunt, I believe it's it's either a Rathalos or a Rathian. I don't remember which one exactly. And like just having those two worlds combined was really, really, really neat. Um, and I think it would be cool to kind of take that philosophy and apply it to Nintendo. Like, all of a sudden, there's this Mario event, and, like, you go through a pipe as a hunter, and it's like, wait, what? And then you find out, like, you go through kind of the map or whatever, and you get to the end, and there's Bowser or something, and you have to take I mean, on this Bowser. New, this new big, furious Bowser would be a perfect fit, like, for <laughs> real. Because he's gigantic, <laughs> and he's doing, like, area of effect stuff and those spikes and things. But yeah, I mean, Mulduga and Lionel are such good calls. Like those would be, those would fit right in, I think. Uh, it would be weird. I don't know if there's ever been, Ben, maybe you could tell me this. There hasn't been, mm. cause like Lionel's are like centaurs almost. They feel like sentient, yeah. like, I don't know if Monster Hunter's ever gone that close to like a thinking being that like could maybe speak or something you know like have right you ever no something like no humanoid? Not, not that like, i know <laughs> of no yeah i just a, quickly looked it up and it at peace walker it was a rathalos just no nice for the sake i can't of remember which one it was either i just remember the yeah. uh, i forget their names the the, 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 the yaggies or whatever or, or i don't know yeah what, yeah yeah or those like there's like ads during that as well i just remember sure, yeah, like yeah, those yeah. and like having to deal with that also i thought it was like oh this is gonna be a breeze because i got guns nope yeah <laughs> it yeah i think i think that stuff is super fun and i think that all this is v- very likely like you know this i don't think this is it's just totally baseless speculation. I don't think maybe it'll be as wild as we dream up, but like Monster Hunter has clearly been very playful uh, yeah. uh, over the years. And I think you also saw that carry over into world uh, like the Final Fantasy 14 crossover was really, really cool. And it didn't, you know, like you do the behemoth hunt and then you get like the font from 14 popping up, which was so neat. And you could do like the Dragoon jump and all of that stuff. And, and like, there's just so many instances of, of them really going for it. The Witcher event, uh, really, really cool <laughs> where you are Geralt and, uh, all that stuff. So yeah, I think, I think we'll definitely see something. Um, I mean, right now and right now I'm picturing like you're in the arena, you're fighting giant Bowser and the entire audience is toads and they're all just like go go, you know, and like maybe they do yeah. cheers like paper to Mario buff stuff. you yeah. like Paper Mario style, like yeah. It would be really funny if it, you know, like yeah, like Origami King, you have like all those toads, yeah, around you, and they're like really excited in the beginning, but the more that you hurt the monster, they they, they get like less into it, and they're like ah, <laughs> uh, <don't care>. uh. <laughs> yeah, the cheers become and silent. they just like slowly like leave the audience. <laughs> you hear one scream when you do the yeah, they're like blow. covering yeah. the smaller one's eyes. Oh no, like, get out of here, poor toads. I could see a toad replacing your palico, like just oh like God. following you around. Time <laughs> 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 for adventure. Well, yeah. I mean, like and like that opens up. A whole other ball of wax, Damiani, with like skinning your palicos and palamutes, like Pokemon. Like, can you oh, get a god. Pikachu? Oh god! Oh god! That would be wild. Uh, oh man! Fucking Growlithe, uh, palamute or something. Like, come on! In Dude, world, yeah. they have a uh, like sort of a, a, a like a pixelated like voxel Mega Man that you can 
get your, you can dress your palico up as. But I think in Rise specifically, it would be so sick to have like a rush skin for your Palamute. That would be. Just oh awesome. yeah. That'd be so cool. I think the Pokemon Company would be perfectly fine with having like a Dynamax Charizard, and you cut off its tail. Oh yeah. And you get to you know just Dynamax. carve up a Charizard. The Pokemon Company would absolutely sign off on that. That would probably, by far, be my favorite Dynamax thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dynamax finally yeah. worth it. The yeah. Dynamax works. Yeah. Well, but I mean, uh, like, what's exciting about this too is is, and maybe maybe this goes against it, but like, this game when it's releasing, when Pokemon Snap is releasing, when Bowser's Fury is releasing, like, those are all pretty cool, like month apart, staggered kind of. Uh, opportunities for cross promotion, you know, but it it might be a little too early after the release of the of Monster Hunter for those, but who knows? It could, yeah, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's potential. I mean, it's a good point. They come out pretty close proximity of each other, and we have been talking, alluding to a little bit about the other two games. We'll be talking about one of them being New Pokemon Snap, and this is a game that. <sighs> I hate to say this because I wasn't a part of the Easy Ally stream, the legendary stream that we did. That you did you were Pokemon there? Snap. I think I, was I, not there. I put you there in my memory. It's not, <laughs> I was just like, we were all there. It was great. There. And it's a game I think I rented once when it originally came out and then mm. didn't play it again. So I don't have the sort of attachment, though every time I see it, it just looks delightful. It looks just like just like nice, peaceful, mellow, chill-out adventure that you can just like take your time. And new Pokemon Snap, they just released a new trailer, and with the, re- the announcement of it and more details that have come out, I guess, what are your ex- expectations for new Pokemon Snap, if you have any? I'm really excited for it. Uh, my my only experience was that legendary Easy Allies stream uh, that mm-hmm. you were definitely there for. I remember you. We, <laughs> we like, high-fived. We were <laughs> hugging. Tears. Um... But this new trailer's got me excited because, I mean, there's an implication that you get to choose your character. I mean, it, it has definite, like, um, let's go Eevee uh, or uh, Sword and Shield kind of vibes with, like, you know, you have your little character. They look, like, in that graphical style. And um, it, it gives me the impression that they're going to expand at least a little bit the scope of the game. Um like, I mean, you're shown walking around and stuff, and I don't know if that's just in the beginning before you get into the little cart. Because, um, I mean, there's a bit of that, if I recall, in the original. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm I trying to be cautiously optimistic. I don't want to start thinking, like, oh, man, they're going to, like, there's going to be, like, RPG elements and a story, and you get out of the cart and walk <laughs> around and all this, and, like, you can buy stuff, like, you buy new lenses and you upgrade your stuff. Like, I'm trying not to go there. <laughs> But it would be cool <laughs> if you could like upgrade your stuff like that and all this yeah. extra stuff. That's like I think that's like the, the, the balancing act. People have fond memories of Pokemon Snap for what it was and then seeing a new mm-hmm. one and wanting all these changes, how far is too far st- right. straying from the original formula that it isn't what you wanted anymore. And I guess, you know, that's the the thing you know kind of like poking at here is to, it would the, the the you alluding like rpg elements would that be well, now would that even be pokemon snap that you want anymore or would that make you still want a traditional pokemon snap on top of that or is you know 
what is I guess what are what are the new thing are there any new changes you'd like to see specifically maybe like Ben is there anything new you'd like to see them change up about Pokemon Snap uh, that like maybe nod at you when you're playing the original or do you think uh, they should mostly leave it the same Yeah, I think it I think it's tricky because I legitimately think the original Pokemon Snap is a very good game, uh, and I think the reason why it's so good is it kind of has the a lot of the magic of Pokemon in it, where there is a lot of, like, mystery. Like, oh, I wonder if I do this thing, what will happen? And it, it kind of, like, gives... It, it has that mystique that Pokemon can have at its best, where you just have those, and you, you see this in the group stream, like, where you, you try something, and then, you know, a Pokemon reacts a certain way, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect that, and so I think that kind of essence is the most important thing to retain for the new one, but, you know, in the, the original Pokemon Snap, you're just so limited in, like, you're, you're you're just on a track and you're going and that's it and it kind of goes very very fast and so yeah. I think like really leaning into that and and maybe having a little bit more room to go or just like different paths that you can choose as you're going through an area or like a lot of like oh this area if you make if you do these things it will change what will happen in the next area or something um, oh, that'd be cool. j- just, just sort of like taking that essence and and expanding on it. And they show in the trailer, like you know, you're throwing out apples and stuff, and and mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll expand on that kind of thing, like a mm-hmm. little more interactivity, a little more like baiting creatures out. Because I mean, you did you did a decent amount of that in the old one, but like I could see definite like some like pretty obscure interactions, maybe that that mm-hmm. the internet sleuths have to come together and be like, okay, so you have to. Put two apples here, knock over this statue, do the, you know. Um, yeah. Also in the trailer, it looks like, you know, in the beginning it's all cinematic shots of just kind of CGs, basically, of the animals, of the Pokemon walking around. Um, and then it goes into what I presume is more like the gameplay elements where, you know, you're mm-hmm. on the moving cart and like, or ship or hovercraft or whatever. Neo, it's called the Neo One. It's a hovercraft. Okay, the Neo One hovercraft, and um, but interestingly, um, the shot I think of of a Pokemon. I'm sorry, I don't know all the Pokemon's names, but it's coming up out of a rock. Maybe it's like a big Diglet or something. It looks too big though. But uh, that I, shot now looks I want a Pokemon named Biglet like that. Biglet, <laughs> yeah, really cool. Um, it, I don't know. It's that one minute in the trailer, but uh, it's like a fuzzy beaver. I don't know. Um, oh, Bidoof. Oh, Bidoof. Yeah, okay, you're Bidoof. talking about Bidoof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Bidoof, of course. Um, Bidoof, Bidoof <laughs> is fantastic, yes. <laughs> he looks fantastic. Yes. But that, that shot in the trailer, um, the the camera is kind of moving around as though it's being handheld. So, like, that to mm-hmm. me is an indication that, of course, you're going to be able to just move the actual switch around and take pictures, which, because, like, obviously you'll be able to do that. But then all the other ones look like they're being moved with a controller, um, so that's good that, I mean, I, I didn't anticipate, anticipate that they would only let you do it one way or the other, but Nintendo in the years of, of, of yore sometimes made choices like that. Um, I do have to say not, not to like bring it down too much, but when this trailer first came out, 
and I, I saw it, I, I must not have been paying very close attention because I was looking at it and I was like, oh yeah, this is this looks really good. And then I, in preparation for this episode, I watched it again and I was like, oh, like this definitely looks like kind of visually rough in some places. Like there are definitely shots of Pokemon. I'm like that. I don't, I don't love what you're doing here. And the characters specifically, like the human characters, it's, it's sort of, it kind of looks like a knockoff version of the style that they have in sword and shield where it's like kind of, kind of imitating it, but it doesn't quite nail it. Like it's not, it's not quite as as vibrant uh, as it as it is in the the mainline representation, and uh, I was I was less into it. I think some of the Pokemon and from the shots of the trailer, I was like, yeah, I, I like that. But there were there were definitely moments where I was like, Ugh, I don't mm, I don't know. Yeah, some... the the visuals have been critiqued. I think also to be to be aware, the developers actually Bandai Namco. They're mm. the ones doing the, the right. lead studio behind it, so that could Correct, possibly yeah. explain. But yeah, yeah. this kind of leads into like uh, the final kind of question I want to ask you about is like any concerns with this type of game. And one of the concerns I see coming up is the possibility of being it being too short for like a full price game, essentially. Well, that that is that is definitely the concern, and um, I think wait, it says at the end here when pre-orders. Oh, we're a few days ago, so. Uh, yeah, it, it is April $60 30th. then? Uh, so, um, Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap. Just going to like pre-order it right now, just to double check in case they change the price of it. Right, uh, yeah. It's $59.99 still. Yeah, so, I mean, so like... It's full price, yeah. A, a mainline... Well, not mainline, but, like, a branded Pokemon game that's only f- three or four hours long uh, for $60, I, I, I could definitely see ruffling some feathers... Um, so that's, that's one of my concerns. Uh, another concern, like something I was hoping for because so many games have such robust photo modes now, you know, with like depth of field control and like all that kind of stuff, like filters, color filters and stuff. Um, nothing in the trailer really indicates that that sort of thing would be in here. I was kind of hoping that they would let you get a little more artistic with the shots. Yeah, because um, they, there's a shot on the website of the grading. So about Professor Mirror, who's the, the, the professor you're doing the research for by like making your you can making the compendium for your photo decks. That's what you're doing here, and investigating some Illumina phenomenon, which is like the glowing stuff. Anyway, there's a screenshot of the grading system, and it grades you on pose, size, direction placement and if there's like other pokemon and like the background yeah. but there it, it's basically That's like the you know, old game the original, it's like the yeah. same thing is the pokemon looking at you how in focus or close is the subject it, it's basic stuff doesn't look like it's going for any kind of artistic merit there in a weird way like that is kind of a flaw of the original pokemon snap because like, but I I also think that's like part of the fun in the, where yeah. like you you would be like really like that was a great picture like why didn't you like it more or or the opposite where it was like that was a terrible picture why did you like it so much <laughs> so I think like kind of having that that interaction can be enjoyable but it's not <laughs> well and like in the, a weird the, way it's also not a point of praise the the day that the, that the AIs can effectively. Uh, judge subjective art 
uh, we're gonna have bigger fish to fry, you know. Like if they can, mm-hmm. if they can judge the artistry of an image uh, based on things other than just like quantity of Pokemon, size of Pokemon, um, that'll be rough. It does say on the site though that it's a an all new adventure inspired by the classic game, so ah, who knows? That could mean because my assumption was kind of that it would be not a remake, but like. A remake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And mm. and um, so that that makes me hopeful that it's you know more. But I mean, also, like, yeah, you're gonna spend thirty, forty minutes in each biome, and so it's really just like, how many biomes are there? <laughs> yeah, they've shown a few, but I mean, it's kind of hard to like what to expect after a game that's been like what 1999, so 22 years now since mm, the, the yeah. last one. What a uh, this I guess yeah having it be full price I think there's going to be some expectations regarding you know if it is just as simple as a spiritual remake or successor to the original game uh, I, I feel like there'll be some there'll be there'll definitely be some discourse about that I, I just mm-hmm. I wonder if there's hiding stuff if it's coming out so soon I, I feel like they would have like tipped their hand their you know they would have shown what they have by now and they're keeping something yeah. like a, like like they had an RPG system behind it or like yeah. hey there's like this whole other level to this game that we haven't shown you yet but I mean like the most I see is like in the in the compendium like the photo decks the most variety I see is when you take certain photos they have like subtitles on them like it's a they show a screenshot of like a palm and it's like happy vibes and it's like smiling and giving like a happy face and then there's one where it's like walking away and the photo's like where is it going so i I don't know if you do that if that's like the the professor gives us i don't know if there's even that dynamic going on but it seems to me it will probably give you if you just want pokemon snap it'll probably give you everything you wanted if you just want that same experience I'm, and it looks like it's getting yeah. a facelift, but it's not really giving you anything more than maybe some quality of life improvements. Yeah, that that's that's the the big thing is is even if it adheres strictly to Pokemon Snap, I think Pokemon Pokemon Snap is just like fundamentally a really enjoyable experience. The problem is, it's like you it's always a terrible feeling when you finish something and you're like i wish you could have given me that experience for 1999 because that's right. exactly the price tag that it feels like it it deserves like 660 dollars is is a lot and it does come with um some expectations i'm certainly not somebody yeah. that like thinks games you know have to be a certain length or anything and a lot of times games are too long in my opinion but um I think the answer to all of this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier, is I do think there is a lot of potential in in Pokemon Snap as an idea and, and, and what you can do in interaction. It's like you, you get the, the right group of creative people, and I think it could be a really enjoyable and fulfilling experience. But if Pokemon has shown us anything repeatedly is is <laughs> a lack of creativity and so uh, or, or a playing it too safe. Um, well, kind of, kind of along those lines, I was trying to think like, okay, what could they do? Because like, I was trying to think like, okay, well, at first, cause they show all these wide open areas, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. you can move the hover cart 
the hovercraft yourself. And I was like, no, that would ruin the gameplay loop because the, the speed of the cart is the pressure, you know? It's basically mm-hmm. an auto-scroller. So then I'm like, okay, maybe at the start of each zone, you're seeing an overhead map view, and you click your start location and, like, a, a waypoint and an ending, and then it makes a different path through that zone. And maybe you can make your own pathing. And, I mean, obviously they would have, like, two, three, ten... Um, pre-made paths you know based on where you were starting and ending but like maybe the areas because they do look wider open and so like maybe you can path yourself at first but then it's still an auto scroller following your kind of plan Um, because i mean the website has these this theme of like the tracks all over it and like you can see a pickup in one of the things like a blue light with a beam into the sky and it's like okay well i don't remember stuff like that but see I, I almost, in a way, I almost think this is a dangerous game because, like, <laughs> I think if I go through the trailer and it's like, oh, this could be this crazy thing, right. and then I play the game, like, I'm almost certainly going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I yeah. yeah. The website does say, floating safely along in your trusty pod, the Neo One, and then I'm yeah. like, that doesn't indicate too much interactivity with your safe pod. Yeah, I, but, I feel yeah. like it's mostly going to be scripted. I mean, I can see them doing some of what you said, Ian, to an extent. I just also think don't expect as much as even what you said. Probably you're not going to even right. get that much. You're probably gonna it'll get, be like, like a railroad a switch where you just do a in, thing and move to yeah. another path. In a way, I don't necessarily think the the uh, scripted nature of Pokemon Snap is you know, a, a bad thing because part of the fun of snap is, Oh God, like, can I make this thing happen in time? And I, they definitely like play into that in a really, really, really fun way. Um, and so it can be utilized. Well, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, regards to maybe something, uh, that they could add on. I have one patron question from Cody here. Mm -hmm. Uh, we didn't t- uh, we didn't touch about it in our ideas. Kind of, uh, I was like worried it would come across, but I didn't yet. And they just asked, "Will Pokemon Snap have multiplayer? And if so, what kind of multiplayer?" Oh man, I don't huh. think so. But that is a really good idea. Like I, I just love the idea of like you being on a track and your your friend being on another track, and like you having to like coordinate shots together or or yeah. like do things together to make. Uh, certain interactions happen that would be really really cool and i think would add a lot of value to the game uh as well and like like even having the the courses like change depending on whether you're playing single player or multiplayer like essentially kind of becoming two games would be really really neat yeah, I, w- I was I was just checking. It's still rating pending, so it doesn't have like the online interactions are not rated by the ESRB. Rated it M does for at the bottom. It, it rated M for mature. It does at the bottom of the new Pokemon Snap site have the Nintendo Online logo, which think, might be on everything because you can if, buy it. I think it it's online. on everything. Oh, I actually think that message is on the bottom of every product page on Nintendo.com uh, for Switch games. For I a used second, to, I was like, I used maybe. to think that too. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, I will yeah. say if they find a way to bring back the 
I mean, Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore, but, like, if they find some way to bring back the Blockbuster, like, take your save, print out your pictures as stickers, oh, yeah. which oh, I which yes. I did as a kid, and it was sick, uh, that would be really, really fun. I could Maybe. see them having a website or something. Yeah. I mean, they did do the, with Paper Mario, Origami King, the pre-order was, like, the, the origami stuff, like, the cutouts oh, nice. or whatever. So, like, they are about, like, those fun, creative things. I could see them doing that. If not, uh, the last thing that Cody did add was uh, they asked about new features that we already talked about. But their suggestion mm-hmm. was having, like, the hub or maybe your home base being able to print out the photos. Because they show you that in the trailer. Like, they do, like, mm-hmm. the Polaroid almost type thing or scrapbook. Making, like, your own scrapbook or, like, decorating your, like, office with, like, your favorite photos and, like, having, you mm. know, a, a semblance of, like, player housing or something like that. Mm. That would be Oh, yeah, cool. that would be really neat. And, like, kind of going along with that, that personalization, like, if the game recognizes, like, you favoring certain type of Pokemon or and, like, you, you run into, like, collectors... Of, of that Pokemon where they're like, oh, I see you really like this Pokemon. I also really like this Pokemon. Like, if you can do these certain photos with that Pokemon, we'll, I'll give you, like, you know, a, a decoration that you could put in your house or something. That would be neat. I want a post-apocalyptic Pokemon Snap where <laughs> the way that you barter for food and resources is by giving people like certain quality photos. Better photos get you yeah. food. Yeah, it yeah, brings yeah, them yeah. happiness. Yeah, it's like it, it reminds me of like the the Force Awakens when like and uh, like you give a, a photo to somebody and they're like that is worth one quarter portion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Thinking uh, <laughs> thinking about your PAPS idea again, Ian, just real quick. I can see them doing, like, difficulty setting stuff, like, even if oh, they don't yeah. let you pick it, like, here's the mm. beginner's course, here's, like, the intermediate course, here's, like, the expert course, and... Uh, I think it, you might be on something, yeah. Something like You'll that I could see them doing. have, have yeah. to be able to, or, or maybe just, like, track one, track two, track two, yeah, like, they have some, to. Yeah. Or reverse, like, going through backwards or something, you see different stuff. Just so unfortunate they're not tapping into the community aspect a little bit more. Like, we're talking about multiplayer and, like, yeah. some kind of online. Like, this is something that would have been perfect for Miiverse error. Like, this coming mm-hmm. out on Wii U and Miiverse, oh, yeah. like, this was the perfect thing. Share your photos on Miiverse. Maybe earn, like, the stamps and stuff. I- I'm surprised they're not... I mean, maybe they are, but, but I if mean, they like, don't, they're not leaning heavier into that, considering Twitter, the Pokemon fan base. Twitter is real life me first you know like for uh, better or worse well, i guess something for like game like rewards wise in the game yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. talking about mm-hmm. like personalization like working with other people maybe like you hit an achievement or something or any I could game, see game an, achievement i could see an interaction with the nintendo app on the phone like maybe your photos like above a certain grade are like automatically sent to the nintendo switch app you know and then you can share them more easily or something i don't know um, I think it would be really cool, and and I think other series like like in Mario Odyssey, you know, you have those segments where it you're it's eight bit and it it kind of like transitions between the two styles really really effectively. I think it would be neat, you know, because there's so many different eras of Pokemon. If new Pokemon Snap kind of 
paid tribute to that and like you do a course and suddenly it's like black and white and it's like oh what's going on and you see pokemon and it's like oh they look like their original sprites uh, stuff like that like that would be so much fun um that'd be wild yeah yes. i would like that you see there you I, go you the more you complete the game you unlock filters and those filters are like gen one mode gen yeah mm -hmm. like you just go through all the different gen art styles and like the game yeah, starts yeah. looking like that Oh and you, man! Yes. And even if you even if you don't do that, you could just yeah. have like an N sixty four level, uh, like a po looking like the OG Pokemon Snap. That'd be really fun. Oh, I think I think sadly, sadly though, Ben, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said like, Pokemon Company. Look at the track record. You know, like they right. don't they don't do more than the bare minimum. <laughs> right. <laughs> ever. Right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, and it's we'll it's just, just funny. We'll just comparing. have to love what's already there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to slam it too hard. Like, I, I do still enjoy it. I am still interested in this game. But, you know, that lingering sense of, like, more could have been done yeah. uh, definitely yeah. crops up. It's definitely but, there. Uh, just comparing it to Monster Hunter, right? Like, I think we've just been doing some retrospective stuff. And we, we bring up, like, oh, man, like, they just supported world so well and they, they were constantly finding like brand new ways to surprise us it was so delightful like that's the kind of attitude i want to have about pokemon dude what if they put i could i could fully see them putting a photo mode like a pokemon snap mini game into rise and then it becomes like a better Pokemon. And then it's snap. better than new yeah. Pokemon. Snap. <laughs> you're like going through. You're going um, through Monster Hunter on your Palomir, yeah. and you're like taking photos of stuff. Well, that's funny that you say that because in Iceborne they do they did actually add that where you have like really photograph quests that you could go on. Yeah, oh I didn't God. really like engage with it at all, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it is interesting. A game about photography is so limited. I mean, just what you said there, like, I, there's so many other games that just do better photo modes that blow away, like, what you see, and, mm -hmm. and it's like, like, oh, here's an HD remaster of a game, here's a new photo mode, it's better than what you see right. in Pokemon Snap, and it's just... And I mean, like, it is it's a kid's hard to game to that. a certain yeah. extent, like, there is that element, they always want to make it as as accessible as possible, but I think it would be nice, if you do have a hub, or if there is a store or something, if you could upgrade maybe maybe after you've done one loop through the game or something if you can upgrade to like the pro camera that has like all these settings you know and like you mm -hmm. have to worry about aperture and focal distance and stuff that's a good way to like you know ease people into more you know complex settings and again uh, to be fair here they may they might not have shown everything yet there's right, some of this right. stuff might actually end up being in there we just haven't seen it yet it's yeah. still it's still it's, it's not until April. Yeah, it's not until I, April third. Right. Yeah. I, I would definitely be like even more concerned and hesitant if it was like, okay, into February. <laughs> yeah. It's like here's the final direct for it or final video and that's it. It's just like, hey, here's like a cool montage of stuff and that's all we're showing you. It's like, all right, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. April 30th, uh, it's coming out uh, for Switch. And uh, I imagine we will be doing a group stream around that game at the at the very least. Oh, we have to. Absolutely. Yeah, we have to. The sequel. <laughs> the mm -hmm. sequel. Yeah. And uh, maybe I will. Uh, I'll actually be there this time, Ian, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to, you like. You will be in this movie theater. I would love, like, a, like a, like a fan edit of like inserting you into the old stream and like we all like laugh and then it cuts to you and you're like 
<laughs> <laughs> but it's like clearly from like a bunch of different times. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Like one time it cuts to you in Zoom, like laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That'd be really uh, funny. Yeah. Feel free to tweet that at us if you make that video, please. <laughs> uh, we have one final game to talk about today. Super Mario mm-hmm. 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Uh, got a got a new trailer and a new overview video that recently hit. Uh, a lot of details about uh, Bowser's Fury. We've been wondering, because we, we heard about this last year, and it's like, what is Bowser's Fury? Right. And we got to see what Bowser's Fury is, and mm-hmm. Huber and I did live reactions to this, but I would love to get the two of your thoughts and your impressions on Bowser's Fury, this open kind of environment Mario adventure. Yeah, uh, again, rewatching the trailer before the show... I- it's it's kind of like wow there's a lot going on here um mm-hmm. uh i i just think in terms of like little new mechanics with bowser jr following you around and obviously the giant bowser and the giant bell and the dragon ball <laughs> battle that happens at the end which is <laughs> <Yeah>. amazing um <laughs> and the just the 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 course that they're running through looks so much fun um the only moment where I was like, ah, uh, is I, I certainly don't think a lot of the boss fights are that great in 3D World. It's just kind of the same thing over and over again. And, like, they, they show a boss fight and it's kind of the, the, it looks exactly like boss fights that you already do too much of in 3D World. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, but I think, by and large, it seemed very exciting. The The just natural question is how much is this, um, right. you know, how long is it going to go on? That kind of thing. But, yeah. um, yeah, it, it seems cool. That That's the thing that's, that I'm still unclear on. And I guess like, I'm not like Pokemon companies level skeptical about it, but like, I'm a little skeptical about it because it's like, there's, it feels like they're saying one thing on the site where it's like a brand new Bowser's adventure. Like, Bowser's mm-hmm. Fury is a whole brand new adventure. It's a second whole thing, you know? And then in the footage, they're only really showing, like, a boss fight, kind of. Like, it's unclear to me how, like, how much this whole thing, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, how big is it? Like, mm-hmm. if it is, like, like we were talking about before, Damiani, I think before we started shooting, like, if if there is, like, this this black goo around the edges and that keeps expanding and expanding and it is, like, this crazy, like, you know, open world or, like, interwoven, like, Metroidvania hub style, whatever kind of world, like, that'll be amazing. Or is it just, like, a big ocean with 12 islands in it and you ride Plessy sometimes, or you're a big cat sometimes, so you can go in the water, but otherwise you're just kind of in this one zone. Yeah, like, how interconnected are them? And you're not the only right. one who's asking this. Like, we, a lot of people are way to... A patron, Michael, actually asked, like, how substantial do we think Bowser's Fury is going to be? Is it just going to be one massive zone that keeps expanding, yeah. or will it be multiple, like, levels that really don't have any connection to, like, direct impact on each other? So, like, will Bowser mm-hmm. just move to a new part, and, like, you don't really go back to that old zone again, or it doesn't change anymore after that? I think... Uh... A lot of my hesitancy comes from the fact that I don't feel like it's very often that I am blown away by Nintendo re-releases, particularly right. when they come to Switch. I, I feel like there's a pretty consistent history of them like 
adding a few things and it's like it's fine, but it's not like bowl you over incredible. And so I would love to be proven wrong because the way that they present the stuff in the trailer, it definitely seems exciting. Uh, but you know, I'm not confident enough that that is a guarantee. Well, because yeah. what was the what was the last one? It was it was the Mario plus Luigi's. Uh, it was a new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they did yeah. this. They did this plus thing before, and I, I didn't play that. But that version. was existing like how... content though from that one. That was just like right. everything bundled together. Whereas this, but is how like extensive actually... was how extensive was that additional stuff? That they oh, added? Luigi's the new, new Super Luigi or sorry, I forget the full name. Actually, was yeah. pretty substantial. Yeah, um, okay. when I played it back on uh, Wii U. Yes. That was, but when they put it out on Switch, it wasn't like, the Switch version of it wasn't that crazy. But maybe this will be, it's a good point to bring up, Damiani, maybe Bowser's Fury will be like a new Super Luigi U. Well, I guess, yeah, that's what I was asking. It's like, if that was pretty substantial, because this to me seems like the same play, you know? So if if that was substantial, then this will be substantial. I find myself wondering because they do show brief stuff in that in that uh, overview trailer, like you know of Mario and other more more two D side scrolling kind of sections where Bowser's like blasting fire at you, so it's like mm-hmm. another um, obstacle. And like I could see them adding that kind of stuff to pre existing stages too. Like you can play through the Bowser's Fury version of the full game, and then there's like that final boss area two or something like. Like, a, I don't know if they would do a whole game conversion with the Bowser's Fury thing, but, like, maybe he pops up sometimes? I don't know. I mean, I, I that's neat. I don't think they will do that, honestly. Yeah. I think that's that's too much for It for seems that. like a lot, yeah. Seems like, that seems like a little bit much. I expect, honestly, I expect Bowser's Fury to be, like, a few hours long at the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, three, four, maybe five pushing it at the most. I think the thing I would actually most- be pretty happy with that yeah like that, that, yeah. that would make me feel satisfied honestly yeah. if it's like only like an hour i'll be a little bummed out but yeah you can push up to like three hours i'll feel like that's pretty substantial for me because it's coming with the already super mario 3d world which is you know coming with everything in the original plus some slight new enhancements i think the thing that's most intriguing to me gameplay wise from bowser's fury besides the potential of just a continuously expanding open environment is if you you know, obviously you're not going to make it to the cat belt the first time you try. You're going to have to deal with Bowser's Fury and how that mm-hmm. changes up the dynamics where you can use blocks for cover, but when they get destroyed, they, like, unlock coins. Like, oh, do I need to bait him to certain parts to unlock stuff? And just dealing... And, like, his meteors coming crashing down form new platforms to reach areas. Uh, I'm really curious about that dynamic and yeah. if that if it's necessary to advance in certain parts or... How, you know, how is that going to play out? That looks that looks the most intriguing to me. That would be very interesting. Like that kind of risk reward thing that you don't you don't see that. I mean, obviously it's it's around kind of in Mario, but like that kind of yeah baiting his attacks and stuff. And they do have they show an interesting power up in there where you become like a a golden um, like a lucky cat kind of figure that's impervious to the fire. Yeah. It looks like. Um, and so, I mean, that plays into what you're saying, you know, if you're baiting him to to make some platforms and you're risking hit, getting hit by the fire, you know, you could you could really play fast and loose by just, like, becoming impervious for a second, you know. It, it could be really cool, I don't know. Yeah, I love that frantic Mario style, like the, uh, 
the shadow Mario, purple coin or purple star things in the yeah, galaxy. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that type of stuff. I love that where you're like kind of forced to keep moving and, and you yeah. can't think on your feet type stuff. I just realized that my dishwasher has been running this entire podcast. So if you oh, sure. hear that, I apologize. <laughs> no. I can't hear it. Okay, I can't hear good. it either. All Sorry. Right. I thought you meant you need to get up and go take care no, of it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I just am like, oh, yeah, there's this constant noise of this dishwasher. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not picking up at all. Uh, cool. Let me ask you this about uh, style, a uh, style choice here, because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you prefer when Mario goes with the more open style, like what's being teased in Bowser's Fury and what was featured in Mario Odyssey, or do yes. you either of you find yourselves drawn more to the traditional stages found in like Super Mario 3D World that have like a clear start and end? Like you, you're racing to the fl- yeah. you're running to the flagpole. I'm actually really glad that you asked this question um, because when I originally played Mario 3D World on Wii U, I was extremely high on it and I I, I loved it a lot and I I, f- I feel like I was a big defender of 3D World and then. I revisited it not that long ago. I don't remember when exactly. And I was definitely... I still think it is a very good game, but I was less impressed with it um, because it, like, it just felt limited in a way. Like, the, the, like... The, the, cam- the way that the camera functioned and how restricted you were with movement uh, was just not as enjoyable um, as something like a Galaxy or an Odyssey... Uh, or a sunshine or, or anything like that. But at the same time, it didn't have the benefit of being fully 2D and, and really honing in on that and giving you kind of the, the, the satisfaction of the precision that 2D Mario can, can give you. Um, and so while it, like, it's certainly good, it, I don't enjoy it, I think, as much as the more freeform 3D style or the, the more focused 2D style. That's well put. I think, for me, I, I like them both equally, but they definitely s- scratch a different itch. Like, mm-hmm. um, Odyssey maybe is my favorite of the 3D-style Marios, including the like 3D graphical style, like new mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers Wii, even though it's a side-scroller, I'm including that, you know. Um, besides Galaxy, I guess, and Sunshine, and 64. Oh, God. But, um... Yeah, I mean, to me, the thing that the thing that really sticks in my craw about the two D ones is just like when you can bounce off each other in multiplayer, it makes me I, so irritated. I love that though. Yep. I hate it. Oh, you guys! Sometimes you just gotta embrace the chaos. <laughs> uh, maybe we've got different go friends, fast, man. Yeah. Yeah. My friends yeah. are all bastard shark to people. Bop you uh, into, like death. <laughs> I I remember playing uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii with friends, uh, like, and Is that the there one was I this. Hate? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and there was a moment where one of my friends got the star, and he just like bolted off, and like to our demise, and we were like, oh, and we just all laughed about it. It was fun, and yeah, it's not super like substantive, but it's. It can be, you know, I think in moderation it can be yeah. enjoyable. The, yeah. Maybe, Ian, you think of the, the Wii U one where you could, the gamepad person could draw blocks and, like, oh, yeah. really screw you over? That I think a fun that idea, though. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, the I, I didn't idea. love that. Yeah. 
no one ever did it right, and it was almost always frustrating. But I yeah. liked the idea. <laughs> I was like, that was a good idea. <laughs> I just didn't but, feel like they could do enough, right. in a, like in a weird way. Yeah. And Nintendo yeah. once again forgot about human nature and like <laughs> exactly how, how wicked we all are. So, uh, but, <laughs> sometimes I wish it was the way Nintendo presented it, though, where it's like, oh, people will just use this for good, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish, yeah. What could yeah. go wrong? It's what like, could go wrong? Yeah. Even star bits. Like, oh, you could stun enemies and stuff. Like, But you could just, like, shoot them on Mario, like, to obscure your view. It's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, the absolute funniest thing that, that we're talking about with, like, Nintendo's sort of optimism and what ends up happening is, like, logging into Splatoon and seeing some of the drawings that people do, and it's like, whoa, you're taking this really far! This is a cute little game! <laughs> Poor, yeah, death of a Miiverse because of probably all that stuff, but, yeah, Splatoon yeah. 2 had its own system for that, yeah, and mm -hmm. then they were like, hmm, is what people we're, do when you... I'm sure they you... just got tired of paying people to... Yeah, moderate that they're probably those. just like, this is not worth the effort. Let's get yeah. out of here. Because that was like yep. a full-time job. Um, this one is a quick question I can answer for this patron. Uh, Garrett asks, on the Wii U version of 3D World, the Captain Toad levels felt like a proof of concept for an eventual full release. Do you think these levels mm -hmm. will remain the same for the Switch version, or will we see new levels? Uh, the levels are still intact, uh, but the thing they're doing differently is that you can now do the Captain Toad levels with up to four people. Uh, yep, 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 and the other three people take uh, control of one of the other Toad Brigade members. It just makes it way faster and easier to get like the five green stars. But I mean, it's mm -hmm. nice that they left that in there. And there yeah. are a lot of ta Captain Toad fans who love this stuff. Yeah, Captain Toad is fantastic, and I think it, it is implemented really, really well in 3D World. And you know, it serves sort of as that break from what you're normally doing uh, in a fantastic way. Um, and it's, you know, the, the levels that you do in 3d world, like they don't last that long, but I, I always really enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just want more captain toad. I'll take that. Uh, just give me like yeah. more expansions of captain toad. Doing captain, speaking of embracing the chaos, doing captain toad with <laughs> you guys would be very fun. Yeah. Is that local uh, only or does it have online? So the the official. Switch version is only local for uh, that. That's what I thought. Yeah. But and I have, but I mean, doing four of us in the 3D world levels doing yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you can play online with friends in Super Mario 3D World. Oh. So yeah, uh, I'm assuming that extends to the Captain Toad stuff. You know, it should it well, should I don't see absolutely. Why it wouldn't. So yeah, we could absolutely do multiplayer online multiplayer for that. One Watch it. Out. In, like, the most Nintendo move ever, like, watch it just not apply to the Captain Toad level specifically, but everything else. And it, like, <laughs> kicks everyone else to menu, like, yeah, title screen. Yeah. And they like, lose their yeah. progress. It's like, you yeah, need to save before progress. this point or else you will lose all your progress. <laughs> Unless you are the host. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. I have one final Mario question for you regarding the, uh, the future of Mario from Justin. Hello, friends. With Odyssey, Super Mario Brothers U, and 3D World plus Bowser's Fury already out or incoming, how likely do you think it is that the next mainline Mario game will be 2D? I personally think now is the time to bring this older style into a new era. Uh, I envision it to really come back in a big way outside of the new series and either pick up where Super Mario left off in terms of mystique and visuals or 
or that with a hyper-realistic and gritty art style. Uh, <sighs> I want to feel bad when hopping on Goombas or scared when defeating a nasty, evil, greasy Bowser, king of the sewage system. It's just a fun danger. <laughs> it's just fun to daydream about. Any thoughts? Thanks for your time, love, and respect. <laughs> I th- I think they have a tendency loosely to flip flop to go two D three D two D three D kinda. So mm-hmm. I think this would count as the two the big two D release. So I think the next one would be an Odyssey two, but then after that, I wouldn't be surprised to see a new two D or Galaxy style maybe. Yeah, I do think something that is interesting now is I, I think Super Mario Maker and now Super Mario Maker 2 have kind of spoiled us where yeah. we we kind of get like an infinite amount of, of creative 2D Mario in, you know, a bunch of different styles. Um, and I, I really like... Uh, what they what what they've done with that? I mean, I think I think Mario Maker has been largely brilliant in a lot of ways. And so for it for a two D one, like I I feel like they've kind of gone back to the well of of referencing and paying homage to the the classic games that came before. And so I think if they they do a new two D Mario, I I do I would want it to be something pretty wild. And I'm trying to think of like what that would be. Um, and maybe you could have, you, you could carry maybe some of the Mario Maker spirit where like you have like a Demon Souls old monk kind of like you get to the end and the, 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 the boss is controlled by another player or something, (laughs) but just, just sort of like some interactivity or mechanic that we, we, we haven't seen before that, that I guess goes beyond... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, for some reason, when you were saying that, some new crazy thing, the thing that popped into my head is, because I was thinking along the lines of Cat Mario or the hat making you change into stuff. So it's like, Mario's been doing a lot of transforming lately, but he Mm -hmm. hasn't become, to my recollection, like something mechanical, really. Mm -hmm. So I could see him getting, you know, you you get a a power-up and it's like a a spacecraft Mm. and like a battle robot but it can fly and so you jump up and you hit the thing and then you don't hit the ground but you you uh transform into like a a, like a galaga style uh space jet and then you it becomes like a (laughs) side-scrolling shooter Mm -hmm. um where you're like shooting flying goombas and 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 koopa troopers and stuff be very out of left field yeah and that's that's exactly what should happen out of the field i know i said like don't lean on the past, but I did just think of like Super Mario Brothers two, and I'm saying like mm. the North American Super Mario Brothers two. Right. Um, I really like the idea that that game presents of having different Mario characters that that move at different speeds and have different abilities. I think that's really neat. And then kind of taking that idea and bouncing off it even more, like what if you we're playing you could could switch between like yes, different dude. Bowser minions like like you know you're going through the game and you could choose whether you want to be a Koopa or or a Goomba or you know whatever uh that could be really fun and like you're going against Mario you're trying to sabotage him <laughs> oh, uh, cool. yeah yeah or what, what I thought you were gonna say is like a lost Viking style thing where like in different levels you've got challenges where you have to swap on the fly and like 
You need to swap mm. to Luigi because he's got a, a longer jump. Or you need to swap to Peach to like drift down to hit a certain thing, and you can do it like yeah at on at will. You know, mm-hmm. that would be super cool too. Also, be really cool <laughs> if they could do that in, uh, with multiplayer too, like online or locally, oh, where each yeah. person yeah. gets to pick one. Each person gets to choose their role for that level. So mm-hmm. when you like, it's like, oh, put that Luigi in, someone else takes control of that Luigi. Like they're the Luigi yeah. specialist, or they want to play that way. That could be a cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be cool for them to try and attempt to push the the angle they uh, further of blending uh, merging two D and three D. As you said, like an Odyssey, the the two D segments. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah, felt more just like kind of awesome. like corridors between segments of a world rather than something integral to like affecting or impacting the three D part of the environment. And also yeah. like Super Paper Mario, like changing like, right. The, the That's things. what I was thinking. Yep. If yep. they could somehow make a whole platforming game around that concept, where you're mm-hmm. going between perspectives, I think that could be something. Yeah, uh, unique. They could try out, and then also yeah. merging like that character idea. I think would be actually perfect. Like both of those. Or uh, yeah, if you could do that at will too, like that would be kind of nuts. I don't know. But how it would look. I, <laughs> I I do think we will see another two D Mario, mm-hmm. and then like probably not. I don't think we'll be waiting too long. I, I do think yeah. that it's you know it's it's time for another. I knew we did have Super Mario Maker two. But I don't think Nintendo's going to be like, that's it, Super Mario Maker is the only way we're doing 2D Marios from now on. I, they're clearly going to make another standalone uh, yeah. Mario 2D Mario adventure. And uh, I, I know what it looks like. Yeah. I know a lot of this episode has been a lot of like, what if they did this crazy thing? But <laughs> um, I, I was thinking about, what if you have a Mario game where when, it's, when your Switch is docked, and, and obviously the Switch light kind of throws this out the window, but like when your Switch is docked, it's 3D, and then when you are in handheld, oh it's 2D. And just playing with, like, kind of the... the <laughs> I love the, this, the, the notion behind that. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that would... Uh, and then it's Miyamoto presenting that, and he thinks it's, like, just genius when he just does that moment. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, But then you, be proud he of remembers... Me. <laughs> He remembers the switch light halfway through the presentation, and then he's like, "Wait a minute! Oh no!" <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that is why you only play in two D mode on Switch, yeah, you only, and you must go you buy a game, new, but, You must go yeah. buy a proper Switch now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And on the Switch Pro, you can play a new six D. Switch Pro has like you play in VR, like that's yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Strap on that uh, that Labo headset, and there you go. Yeah, um, I have one final question, not related to Mario. Uh, this is mm-hmm. the, the final patron question that was submitted to us from Raul. They want to know what games we think and will reasonably come to Switch via streaming. Hmm. Oh, very. Yeah, is good there any like dream question. pick you have that you'd really like to see come to Switch, courtesy of that? I don't. I don't have any dream games that I want to play via streaming because that's that's not my preferred method of playing. But uh, I, I still think it's a very good question. Um, so what could I see happening? Resident Evil 8 seems very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't remember. We were talking about this yesterday, I feel like, but um, the Mass Effect Trilogy remake. Oh, that's, that's an interesting pick. Has that been stated to be coming out on Switch, or was that no. speculative? 
think it's been stated to. Because I could see them doing that. I could see that maybe just being able to run on the Switch, but uh, that could stream to the Switch. They had, you know, because LA Noir came to the Switch pretty yeah. early. I wonder, I wonder if Rockstar would try, ever try putting like Grand Theft mm. Auto Five on Switch via streaming, or or oh re- even Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, that would be so wild. Yeah, that seems like because Rockstar seems like one of the last kind of holdouts with Nintendo. They like dipped their toes in with the was it Chinatown Wars back on what DS. Yep. And they really haven't supported Nintendo since then, as far as I can tell. Was yeah. well, maybe there was like wasn't there a Bully or something that came out on Wii or there was yeah. some. And game, then, I mean, yeah. there was there was LA Noir on Switch. And but, LA yeah. Noir, but like yeah. in terms of like GTA. And right, right, Red right. Dead, they really right. have not. Yeah, I meant like that. Sorry. Right. Uh, it, yeah. It would be nice to see them because it, they're just like coming out like that in Skyrim. Just comes out on every platform. Skyrim also on Switch, but it's like where's oh. GTA? You know. Yeah, that's actually really interesting, uh, Dominic. That you bring up Bethesda because I think that could be likely as well. Uh, maybe, like. Oh well, actually, no. It can't be likely because. <laughs> Microsoft bought Microsoft Bethesda. Bought the, well, yeah, Microsoft yeah, yeah. and Switch have been Yeah, I was going to say, nice. right, right, made right. It like, instead of PlayStation, you could play yeah. <laughs> on well, Switch via cloud. If they put xCloud on there or some weird Yeah, thing. like that would be like their their launch for the service to get people to buy into their, their Game yeah. Pass ecosystem. I know, wonder what would maybe be kind of cool is, because I think Monster Hunter Rise right, like, is going to get a lot of new people into to Monster Hunter, uh, just like World did, and I, I think that is awesome. But it's always, like, kind of a bummer when you really get into something and then the next one is like, yeah, it's just not on this platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think think just conceptually about a World 2, like, that's not going to be probably possible on the Switch, but if you could do it via streaming, yeah, uh, that might be a solution to that. Yeah. Th- this, is a, this is a thought I had, too. And I think Bandersnatch kind of destroyed this, uh, but I could see an alternate reality where Bandersnatch was more popular um, and that kind of thing where Netflix or Hulu really uh, leaned into the interactive video narrative kind of thing. And I could see that finding actually a big home on the Switch uh, where you could... You're doing like literal video streaming content, but interactive, like like mm-hmm. Black Mirror Bandersnatch or something. Um, I I can't remember if like Contradiction or Dead of Night or any of these newer FMV games have really been hitting the Switch or not. Um, besides file size, they I mean it would run it just fine. So, but but if if streaming services did lean into that interactivity, I could see that happening on the Switch. Um, you know. I- I, I do have a dream that like and whatever it takes like it's so depressing when they're like here are some new switch online games for you to play here are these like two NES and SNES games no one's mm-hmm. ever heard of and doesn't care about like if if they had like a like a PlayStation Now kind of a thing where it's like yeah man play this huge library of GameCube games Wii games Nintendo 64 games like that would be sick. Like I, I yeah. would be way, way, way on board with that. Yeah, if they're not gonna sell, sell them standalone, then might as well, you know, if they want people to buy into a service, that would be a good way to entice them for sure. Yeah, 
I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just surprised we've been like waiting on those to come out as well. But that, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I think my dream, uh, I do have one dream one. It's just, but I mean, it would probably be to like replay it after the fact. They probably wouldn't play it first time on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Would be uh, either uh, Final Fantasy 16. Just to be able to say, like, no. a, main, a brand new mainline Final Fantasy is finally, at release, is on a Nintendo platform again, would just be, like, a yeah, nice And playing hurdle. it handheld. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to just, like, take it on the go or play it wherever. Same Those, thing with, like... That's yeah. yeah. Those like, menus are going to be so small, uh, dude. Oh. But, like, I just, like, even, like, FF7 Remake. Like, I love, like, love playing that game. I mean, I'm going to play it on the PC version, PS5, obviously, when it comes out, but just, like... Five years from now, when I want to go back and do my replay, it's like, oh, it's like, or, or whatever, it's on Switch, or it's in Switch 2, whatever, handheld, it's only through cloud or whatever, sure, I'll play mm-hmm. it that way. I, I, I don't know, I, I like being able to play games I want to play at a slower pace, I generally play in handheld mode sure, on yeah. Switch, and mm-hmm. if they offered that through cloud service and it runs decently, like I saw with Control, Control convinced me, Control sold yeah, me Control that Switch can right. do cloud gaming right it won't look as good mm. as its counterparts, but it looks pretty close and runs smoothly. Yeah. Uh, Ian, you mentioned the, the just like the menus being so small, and you made me you reminded me of uh, this thing I had for Game Boy, where it was like you you attached to the Game Boy and it would like magnify it, it would make magnifier, it bigger, and it'd be yeah, so yeah. funny <laughs> if they like came out with an attachment like that on Switch. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh my god! I had gosh. one of those for one of my handhelds in the past. I don't remember if it was the Game Ke- Game Gear or the SP or what. Yeah. But I definitely, I definitely had one of those. Yeah. Man, if only they just had a way to like resize UI or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like accessible. We have the options. technology. It's I know. Too it's like it's boost this boost complex. by like boost by X percent, like just yeah. uniformly. It's like oh, it looks too big. Like person wants it that big. Who cares? Just like let them yeah. view it. Uh, yeah, it's always interesting the reasons why devs can't claim they can't do something. Well, was it with like the was it the Banjo Kazooie HD collection? Like the font in 4K or something was like the text was like just not legible at all. <laughs> it was like super tiny, and it took like oh, what rare forever to like patch that or something. Just weird stuff like that. But yeah, I could see it some took... games having an issue with the smaller screen size for sure. Yeah, I mean sometimes these things just go through the cracks. Like it took it took. Uh, Blue Point so long to fix the, the like weird uh, votes on a comment being all messed up on the Demon Souls. It was like overlapping itself. Oh for, yeah, for like months. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, come on, guys, put a, put a space <laughs> in there. That is one of the, yeah, that was frustrating to see. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know, may, as I said, there is a. By the time you're watching this. There will probably be the RE showcase will have happened. Maybe one of those would have been will have been announced with RE8 with Village. You know, yeah. first big high profile 2021 game multi platform game coming to Switch via cloud services. But uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Friend Code. Uh, thank you to everyone who submitted questions for this episode of Friend Code. If you want to submit questions for consideration for Friend Code, you need to be a five dollar up patron. Also, as a $5 and up patron, you are part of our early access tier, where you get several episodes of our shows and podcasts a little bit earlier before they go public on YouTube. So thank you to everyone who supports us that way. Also, we have a few shout-outs for the month of January 2021. Shout-outs to El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Nick, and Stephen Thomason. Shout-out. Thank shout you so out. much. Shout-out. 
thank you both of you for joining me on such short notice. I'm so sorry. Usually I tell my guests the week ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But we had goatee stuff that we've been doing the last few days, and there's a lot of prep work. And I just mistook my weeks and thought the week after our goatee debates was friend code. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the same. It's the same week as our awards going up. That's gonna be a real hectic week too. And I was like, wait a second. No, 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 no. It's this week. So uh, thank Maybe you. These for days both. all track like weeks anyway. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I, I had you. a. I had a good time. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for, for filling in. I was a little, a little bit freaking out about us. Like, and I was like, and luckily enough, you're the two I most wanted to have on this episode. So nice. it worked out very this whole nicely. Thing? Yes, Ian. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to have you on. Especially with the. Uh, what's funny is, I'm going to say this. A lot of people asked me to have that, uh, that guy on this episode. And that guy usually doesn't like to talk about this game for all of our viewers. It just it's like it was the most requested thing. I was like, I don't think they want to talk about Pokemon Snap, so I'm sorry. So sorry, sorry about that. Maybe Dang. next time. Sorry, just trying to antagonize our audience. Uh, they were like, real, there were a lot of people on Twitter. I was like, why are you not asking Kyle? Why? I was like, yeah. oh that guys, guy. that guy. Yeah. I was like, which guy? I was, I was like, trying to stay. I was about? trying to sell the bit, but it's. I failed. Oh. I'm not. I'm not the funny guy these allies. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that we is fired wh- him. Yeah, <laughs> 2020s chump. <laughs> that was yeah. That was yesterday. Jeez, I'm losing track of time. Anyway, before we go completely off the rails here, unlike Pokemon Snap, <laughs> that was pretty we funny. Until Got next em. time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. <laughs>